0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Seeking Witchcraft. I'm your host, Ashley, and today I have on Camille Potter, Vice President of the Spiral Scouts International Organization. Thanks, Camille, for coming on. Can you introduce yourself and this organization to the listeners?
1: Sure. Thanks for having me on, Ashley. First, I'm Camille Potter, (laughs) the Vice President of Spiral Scouts International. But Spiral Scouts International is kind of new, I guess, in the scheme of things for the duration of scouting. Um, a little over 20 years old um, as, a, as an organization, and it's open to children of any faith um, or no faith background, and um, also open to school. Youth that is neurodiverse, has disabilities, and it is all gendered. So basically, it's welcoming to everybody.
0: Awesome. So I found out about the Spiral Scouts through a previous episode that I did with the founder of this website called Mandagore Magica, which is a pagan resource for people to find covens or... You know, witchy type things in their area. And somebody had a listing for a Spiral Scouts group. So that kind of begs the question of like, how did this get started? How how does this fall in like the pagan realm? Or did it just have roots in it? Is it still kind of connected? Like, where do we fall with this?
1: So Spiral Scouts, it grew from the Aquarian Tabernacle Church. That's where it has its roots. And it was a children's program that was very loosely organized. And They were looking for activities for the youth to do during a specific event and then it just kind of grew from there there was an interest and also a need for a youth development program that allowed them to work in areas of interest and also be accepted so it's gone through you know over the years different um, leadership and now we're basically where we're at Uh, it's never been pagan sunday school but a lot of people assume that maybe it is because of its roots. Um, but the idea is that it's accepting and opening, open to all youth.
0: I was looking at some of the badges, and I'm going to ask a bit about that as we go on. But there was like Hecate's Wheel, essentially, was one of the, the images from one of the badges. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So how long in total has this been around for?
1: So it started... To gain momentum, like I said, it, it came out of a need for a specific event for youth activity, and it started essentially in 1999. So, we're 22, 23, maybe 24 ish years in.
0: So, what makes this a little different than or other organizations like Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts?
1: Well, you know, you asked about its pagan roots, um, and so there are opportunities to make your charter um, or experience as pagan or. Or secular as you'd like and we have um, some different awards that kind of set us apart i would say or it's like an additional kind of layer to the scouting experience right we have many traditional scouting type badges but we have the Sabbat award series so there's eight sabbaths and throughout the year the scouts can work on these awards um, i think that's the best way to do it that's how i've done it with my own charter and they get to explore the Sabbat pagan holidays but they're doing it in a way that they are looking at other cultures and the holidays um, or se- seasonal celebrations that happen at the same time. And they get to kind of compare them and see how they're the same and how they're or similar rather and how they're different. And then they also look at their own family traditions. And so it's just really developing an understanding of how many people celebrate around the seasons. Um, But then there's others, um, you know, there's a few other spiritual awards as well. But for the most part, you know, you're going to get a really kind of normal (laughs) scout experience, if you will, where there's um, badges in cooking or hiking, uh, drama, there's so many different interests that youth are going to have. And the point is to explore those. And what's really different about spiral scouts is that you're building upon skills from one level to the next. So the levels are roughly organized by age groupings and then let's say you want to work on your cooking badge as a raindrop that's ages 3 to 5. You're going to, you know, earn that badge doing fairly simple activities, but then moving on up from firefly to spiral scout and pathfinder levels, there's going to be an increase in responsibility or skill level Um, so you can earn that badge again and continue to develop those skills whereas it's not that's not really kind of the traditional way that the scouting programs work so and it follows the spiral and there's their spiral for spiral scouts
0: (laughs) awesome yeah i think the farthest i went when i was in girl scouts was i was a brownie and then i was a junior but i think i went to just a couple of and i think that's the name of it it was the one with the green uniform i only went to like a couple of Meetings for that. And then I dropped out as a kid. But I think if I was in something like Spiral Scouts, I would have found it a little bit more interesting.
1: (laughs) I don't have any other background in scouting other than my brothers being in Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts. And I had younger brothers. So I, you know, observed that way. But I have a 10 year old daughter and a baby now. But I started. Our our charter because I wanted to have the experience for my my daughter and then you know I found through that um, very early on the opportunity to be part of Spiral Scouts International HQ board so that's how I ended up in this role um, but yeah I wanted her to have a community a lot of um, a lot of families are. They're not all homeschooling, but there are homeschooling families that use the Spiral Scouts curriculum for their homeschooling activities as well. And so that was appealing for me personally um, as a homeschooling parent. And um, our charter is mixed with homeschoolers and then children that go to public school and private school as well. So it's nice because you have mixed age as well. So the charters are going to be open to scouts from ages three to 18. I think I missed saying that in the beginning, but yeah, it's, it's an all ages um, youth program. And the wonderful thing is that they're interacting together. You can separate by shard, which be like level and have you know level activities within your meetings, but it's the curriculums designed that you can do your meetings and activities with all the ages mixed. And there's going to be learning and teaching opportunities for all of the youth you know to interact together and it's really organic and, and beautiful in that way.
0: That sounds pretty fun. I think, you know, I don't have any children, but that sounds like something I might be interested in <laughs> if I did have kids. Okay, so I have a question. Uh, so does the Spyro Scouts do anything like selling cookies like the Girl Scouts do or the Popcorn and like the Boy Scouts? Do they have any sort of like fundraising type things that they do within their um, their, should I say circles or their troops or... <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, um, I'll go over kind of the structure of how the charters operate in a minute, but you were asking specifically about fundraising. So right now we're working on a sticker fundraiser um, and it's basically got the the, pan- the Greek Pantheon um, in the sticker collection. So we're going to be doing that this spring and we are working with a chocolatier to do um, chocolates the beginning of fall um, so that we don't interfere with their busy season during the holidays so they can get those going. Um, so. We'll see how that all you know goes and gets going, but we're excited to um to get some chocolates <laughs> for fundraising and some fun spiral scout shapes. Um, in the past, they've also done um a seed uh, fun like selling seeds. So um, yeah, it's it's a little different than um, selling popcorn or cookies, but we do want to appeal to the sweet tooth as well. So the chocolates are are exciting. <laughs>
0: I mean, I would definitely buy some chocolates from uh, a group of children in this, like, especially if it's like in shapes and stuff like that sounds awesome. And the Greek Pantheon stickers, like, I'd really love to see what those look like. Those sound really cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're, uh, they're available on the ATC store. Uh, we're, we're still figuring out how we're going to structure it. If, the, if anybody just wants to purchase them through the website on behalf of spiral scouts, cause they're up there all the time, but they're going to benefit spiral scouts during the fundraiser period. So, and then the charters are going to be able to take orders just like you would for cookies and, you know, get pre-orders and then order their stickers and then distribute them as well. So. Yeah. And then I can talk about the charters, the structure. So you have a few options for participating with Spiral Scouts. There is, there are rather the two traditional methods, and then one came out of the pandemic. (laughs) So there's the hearth, which is a single family um, charter. So there's got to be at least one registered adult volunteer for that. There can be two. So if like, you know, another parent or caregiver or guardian wants to be involved, they can, but they just need one registered adult volunteer and adult volunteers um, go through a background check and some child protection training and a little bit of training for what Spiral Scouts is. So they would just need one adult (laughs) that's registered and one child. And then if you would like to have a charter and expand to multiple families, then that's what a circle is. And so that would require that there are two registered adult volunteers, a leader and a co-leader. And then there's ratios of how many registered adults with how many youth of a specific age. So that, I won't dive too deep into that. But, um, you know, let's say I have like 10 scouts, I'm going to need to have, obviously, a few more um, registered adult volunteers. And just to keep everybody safe, you know, we take it, it's it's just the same kind of, um, Requirement as most scouting organizations are and other youth organizations that I've worked with as well. So I really appreciate that Spiral Scouts um, operates in, you know, the way that we should be to protecting our youth and also to make sure that, you know, we have we have people that are capable and um, able and feeling confident in doing what they're doing. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, I bet. Do you know like what is, and this might sound like an odd question. So like what is the biggest circle or like what area do you find like has the most spiral scouts in the US?
1: I would say that it really fluctuates. Um, but there's a lot of well, it's kind of it's ebb and flowed over the years. You know, there's scouts that have um kind of they've grown up, but the parents aren't, you know, there's they don't have the same level of involvement. And so there's some charters that have gone inactive. Um, when I look at the charter map, I feel like it's more saturated on the East Coast. So that kind of brings me to kind of look at Spiral Scouts as a whole. So I mentioned there was another option for partic- for participating in Spiral Scouts that came out of the pandemic. And we do have a virtual circle. So that's actually open to all of the current scouts, no matter what kind of charter they're in, or for scouts that don't have a charter near them, or maybe a hearth just is It seems a little overwhelming for them or they just want to get their feet wet and start with Spiral Scouts. We do hold a virtual circle meeting once a month and have resources to help them in their scouting journey as well when we're not meeting. So like last Sunday, we just had our virtual circle meeting, which I led. And the badge that we worked on was the photography badge. So we went over cameras and things like that and then um, and some photo taking techniques and just you know, topics that are going to be requirements on the badges. And then they get to pick from their optional list of requirements what they want to work on. And so I send them on their way. And sometimes scouts don't want to complete the badge, they might just want to do a little bit of work on it. But it's really up to them to, to find that drive to do it. But yeah, so back to your back to your original question. Uh, I would say it's there's, um, there's a heavy center more on the East Coast um, of charters, but there's a lot of charters that kind of closed ranks and went to a hearth operation with the pandemic so yeah if you look at our charter map and you see hearth or circle then you know the difference
0: for somebody who's leading maybe one of these circles or a hearth or a virtual circle as the adult who is leading that do you need to have experience in this is there like a handbook that's given to kind of give you the the information that you need on your end to teach the class like what does that look like
1: so you don't have to, like, there's nobody sa- that says, have you had experience working with youth? I mean, we want to make sure that, you know, it's safe that you're working with youth. So obviously we have a background check, but but beyond that and a little bit of um, basic youth protection training, if you have a desire to, to lead scouts, then that's really all that it takes. And I think that's the fire that you need <laughs> to work um, in any youth organization And we do have a leader handbook, and we also have scout level handbooks. So the leader handbook basically has all the levels all together. So you can kind of contrast and compare like what what all the levels need to do for the requirements when you're planning a meeting or an activity. It's very helpful to have that all in one place versus opening each handbook for each level and bouncing back and forth. So there's also some suggestions for how to start your first meeting. And, you know, a lot of it's really suggestions. That's the thing with Spiral Scouts is you have the freedom and flexibility to make your experience exactly what you want, and really what the youth are asking for. It is a youth-led program. So, you know, getting their interest in what badges they would like to work on or awards, and obviously utilizing your skills, seeking out resources. There's, you know, you're going to have to create the structure for it, (laughs) but you want them to be engaged. So having them help as much as possible is um, beneficial as well. And the youth also gets to hold offices during each meeting too. So you have them take the attendance. If you are collecting charter dues to benefit your charter, you have them, you know, go through the business in the beginning of the meeting. And uh, if you would like to have ceremonies, it's really up to you how you would like to hold those ceremonies, like an award ceremony or a spiraling up ceremony or whatever it is. And there's suggestions in the leader handbook to kind of give you ideas, but it's really open to your creativity.
0: I have actually a couple of questions based on what you were saying. So just to go a little bit more in depth on it, I guess one of the big things is how do people get involved in this? Like if somebody's interested in starting their own circle, like what does that process look like from a hearth to a circle to maybe hosting a virtual one?
1: So I'll, I'll start with the virtual circle. So the virtual circle is actually operated by Spiral Scouts International. So if youth is interested in participating in that, if they go to spiralscouts.org, there's um, a tab that says virtual circle. And I will warn you that I'm about to redesign the website. So things are going to change, <laughs> but that will still be there. And uh, scouts can if they are existing scouts or if they're new youth to the scouting program, there is an option there to register and that will get them started. And then um, there is also the shop. So if people want to see, like, what does it cost to get started with scouts? Um, it's very affordable. There's a registration fee um, for new scouts and then there's an annual registration fee. And then when you're a new Scout, you're going to want to purchase a welcome kit too, which gives you your neck cord, your patch, uh, Sparrow Scouts patch, and then also your level patch. And those would go on your uniform, which is very loose as well. A green polo shirt is, a um, four green polo shirt is traditionally your uniform and we still encourage it for virtual circle. Um, but you can find those in secondhand stores. You can find them school uniforms. It's very easy to find. Um, but yeah, so those those would be the, the components that you would purchase. And then in the virtual circle, there's, there's no like additional fee to participate in the virtual circle um, or in a charter unless a charter has um, fees that they're trying to manage or things like that. So to participate in a hearth or a Circle that exists. If you go to spiralscouts.org, you find the charter map and you can search by your area. You can look at the map, zoom in, you know, the usual map. (laughs) Um, And then if it's a hearth, uh, you could reach out to the leader of the, the hearth keeper and ask them if they're interested in expanding. Um, but sometimes they're, they're not, you know, they, they might not have the bandwidth for that. But a circle is going to be in existence and they are open to additional families. And there's an email um, for the circles there. And if you get stuck, you can always email HQ at spiralscouts.org or it all, it all comes to me. <laughs> I answer all those emails, so you could email VP at spiralscouts.org as well. And if you're interested in starting a hearth or a charter, Um, On our front page, there's a little button that says to start a charter. You'll just click there and and get going. So essentially, like I said, you have to have registered adults. So the adults go through the registration process. They have to set up the charter. Spiral Scouts International is run completely by volunteers. So there's nobody sitting at a desk from eight to five, Monday through Friday, operating Spiral Scouts. So that said, we're all all of our volunteers are working around whatever else is going on in our lives. So, it between the person that's applying and between the volunteers working, it can take a little while to get you registered. Um, we also host a HQ meeting on Wednesdays, uh, and it's open to the public. So, the information for that is also on our website. And it can be found under the About Us section on spiralscouts.org. So if you're like, I want real-time answers and I want to get things rolling quickly, come to that board meeting because you have all of the board members in one place. (laughs) So that's, that's, um, that's kind of the way that I got the ball rolling with my charter as well. And it was really beneficial and nice to meet everybody that way too.
0: Can you volunteer to help out a local hearth or circle or just the organization in general if you don't have children?
1: You can. You just have to go through the registered adult volunteer process. So, um, yeah, and you need have to reach out to that charter and make sure that they have a need for that as well. But the board also has a great need for volunteers. Uh, we've got quite a few vacancies. Um, and part of that just came from, you know, it's post pandemic era. There's just everything has changed a little bit. So um, you would still do the registered volunteer um process. And the nice thing about serving on the board is that you can serve from anywhere.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, as I mentioned, I, I don't have any children, but this is something that sounds so interesting to me. And I was like, man, I wonder if there's a way that I can help volunteer or like help out a local group or something, but you know, not having kids, I don't want to sound like a weird, like, Hey, <laughs> other adults that I, that have children and I do not like, can I help you? Um, don't want to come off with any like bad in any in any bad way or anything, but this does sound like it'd be really cool. And if I was a kid, I would have been all over this. This would have been completely up my alley. So maybe just trying to, uh, I don't know, live vicariously <laughs> yeah. through the fun activities they get to do.
1: Well, you can look up a charter near you. Um, and then just reach out to, if it's a circle, reach out to the circle leader and ask them if they have a need. And if there's any specific, um, like, Skills uh, experience that they're looking for. Uh, and that's it, like I said, it's not specifically working with the children for um, so helping with HQ, but there's a lot of skills that people have, and we would love to have them shared with us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> cool. Okay. So, one other question I know, you know, in today's day and age, housing is very expensive. This might sound like a weird question, the way I'm going to phrase it, but Do you have to have a central home where all of the meetings take place? Or could you start a group, but all the meetings take place in like a local library or a park or something like that? Or does there have to be kind of like a homestead uh, if it's not a virtual group?
1: So you don't have to have one location. And I'll just share my experience leading my own circle here. And my circle's in Sacramento. So if you're in the area and looking for a charter, um, I'd love to, to speak with you and um, can reach out to us. But uh, yeah, so we meet anywhere from the library when the weather is not great, when you know we're expecting um, there not to be enough daylight. <laughs> but we do meet at local parks as well. Um, we've had days that are very, very hot uh, here in Sacramento in the summer and we've had businesses there was a comic book shop that opened up their space to us last summer when we had to make a quick change and find a location so um you know you can ask around too if you need a meeting spot like if you're connected through social media groups it's I use the mom groups all the time for resources whether it's supplies for our scouts Uh, We just did did a training of CPR and first aid for our registered adult volunteers. And um, there's a dojo owner here that I guess his coven worked with Spiral Scouts like 20 years ago. And he was like, oh, my gosh, yes, you can just come use our space. And um, so, you know, asking for resources is really, really helpful um, because you don't know what you're going to find available to you unless you kind of try to network. So it's flexible, you know, whatever works for you. Just communicate with your charter families where the meetings are going to be and when they're going to be. That's the main important part.
0: (laughs) I think that's actually really cool about the dojo.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wait, I'd posted in some of the pagan groups here um, about different things for Spiral Spiral Scouts. And he had said something before, but then I was looking for a location to to host us. And I was like, oh, yes, thank you so much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like the local dojo.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I was like, wow, Spiral Scouts was here, you know, he said 2020. And I was like, well, that sounds about right for the time. But it was one of the first charters if that was the case. So.
0: Wow. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. You and I previously discussed talking about how the scouts are for individuals of all backgrounds and faiths, but could you possibly give an example of what a charter might look like for a group that's more pagan based versus one, you and I had actually talked back channel about a group that's involved with the satanic church. Like what, what are some of the differences that might come across this, if any at all?
1: So yeah, I had mentioned the Satanic Church. They chose their charter number at six six six, of course. Um, but oh, you well, know,
0: where is that one at? Do you happen to know?
1: I am not sure off the top of my head, um, but I know if you if you were to pull up the charter map, uh, it they're all listed by number, so
0: you can love find that. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not I honestly don't know how they operate their charter specifically, but I'm assuming that they have activities and games circled around interests that they have. That's the wonderful thing about spiral scouts like I said, you can you can make it whatever flavor you want. The charter leader or their support committee if they have one are helping plan the meetings and literally you're you're looking for games uh, to fulfill the badge requirements you're looking for um, art projects you're looking for field trips there's it's really at your discretion and like i said um, there's a few awards that are going to um, be more in line with pagan activities But also just however you choose to do your opening and closing ceremonies at a meeting, you might bring your own flavor in that way as well. Well, and I also wanted to touch on the, I kind of, I'm kind of backtracking, sorry about this, but Viral Scouts operates on the five elements, air, water, fire, earth, and spirit. So all of the badges fall into one of those categories. And obviously those are the five points of the pentagram as well. So considering that that is very rooted, (laughs) obviously, in pagan tradition. So I think the kids, uh, the scouts rather, they just they are just eager to learn. And if it's something that they have experience in, they want to share that. Obviously, the family structure dictates that. My circle in particular has a couple pagan families, but it's mostly, you know, people of all backgrounds. So it's it's really nice that we can take it in whichever direction seems to be of interest to everybody.
0: I love that, I love that it's it's so inclusive to everyone.
1: Yeah, I and nobody wants to ever feel excluded, right? So right, um, right. I think that is a, you know, it's obviously, a, it's an important piece of our time as, it's timeless rather, but I think that really letting people know that we are an organization that's open to everyone is really important.
0: So, even with this inclusivity, I have to ask, have you ever dealt with any pushback from any religious organizations?
1: as an organization sparrow scouts i I don't know specifically that there has been um, a big history of that. I'm just not privy to that information.
0: <laughs> yeah, no problem. Well, that's good to hear.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like if there was, it was some time ago um I like to say b c before Camille. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've also heard people saying BC, like before COVID.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Does the Spiral Scouts have any large group, like camping trips or anything like um, the Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts might have?
1: So each charter can kind of organize whatever they'd like to do. We don't have like a national event um, that is a goal of ours. It would be so great uh, to do that. There are... um, there are tribes which are your region. And um we're kind of rebuilding all of that after COVID, like what that looks like and everybody that's involved. But I personally for for California have put out feelers in some of the pagan groups and said if you're interested with your Spiral Scouts charter or interested in start starting one, we'd love to do um kind of an activity where all of the charters come together. So they don't exist yet, but it would be so wonderful to do that. It really just takes, you know, interest in participating and it takes volunteers that want to put the work into organizing it and planning it as well.
0: Well, once the chocolates come out, I'm sure (laughs) hopefully there'll be something to fundraise towards and hopefully it'll be a large group gathering because I know that's always a big hit with the kids
1: yeah it is and um just getting together i mean you don't have to be outdoors but i personally love doing these activities outdoors and uh we have a obviously well obviously i haven't even shared this part but but um spiral scouts a big part of spiral scouts is stewardship for nature and um being involved in nature-centered activities so Anytime we can get outside with the scouts is great. Whether we're holding our meetings out there, or going on a hike, or a camping trip, or whatever that looks like, or cleaning up a park for our uh, seasonal community service, it's it's great to be outside with the youth.
0: Yeah, my my Girl Scout troop that I was in, I never went to any of the Girl Scout camps or anything like that. But uh, I, you know, I wish that my tro- my troop was definitely more of a social thing. Like we got together, but we never really worked on anything for the badges. We sold cookies, but we didn't really do anything aside from that. And so I never learned how to do like the basic Girl Scout things like how to start a fire or like, you know, the basic things you learn in the Scouts. And, I, you know, I'm 30 now, but I wish I knew how to do that. Maybe one day I'll figure it out. (laughs) I have a theoretical idea, but it would have been cool learning to do that as a kid.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I like having all the skills and knowing how to do things. And um, that kind of reminded me of this point, like, it's obviously not all about the badges and awards. It's really about the experience with Spiral Scouts. And again, this comes down to each individual charter, how much they want to, how much time they want to spend on working on badges and things like that. Um, And also letting the Scouts know that they're not required to do all the work to earn a badge if they're not interested, but it is really nice to have something to show for the work that you have done, you know, to display and you feel a sense of pride and, and it feels
0: nice. (laughs) Oh, definitely. I'm sure having that little like badge to show off to their friends and be like, Oh, look, I like learned all these skills. And I got that. I mean, kids love that. Yeah. Adults love that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: a lot adults inquire about whether they can join spiral scouts or not i'm
0: like well you can help with a charter (laughs) (laughs) yeah i told some of my friends that i was gonna uh, have an interview about this and they were like oh what's that and once i explained a little bit about about the spiral scouts from what i saw online before you and i spoke today they were like oh like you know what's the age limit and i'm like we're too old (laughs) we can't do it anymore (laughs) um but you know, I think that was one of the things that piqued my interest when, you know, I did the episode of Mandy Gore Magica. I'd never heard of this before. And I said, man, like that would be so cool to be able to do something like that. So I was super happy that you and I were able to get together and talk about this just to give some awareness for the organization and those who do have children who are looking for something that's like not the traditional Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts, but looking for something a little bit more inclusive, a little bit more you know, pagany nature based, even though it's not mm-hmm. outright pagan, but there's definitely some, you know, there's the the elements, there's the, the circle, the wow. name, spiral Scout, you know, the, there's there's a flavor involved there, in that. There is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. well, Camille, thank you so much for coming on and discussing this organization with me. Is there anything else that you want to mention that we haven't brought up yet?
1: I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I'm sure when we're all wrapped up, I'll probably be like, why didn't I share this? So if there's (laughs) other questions that people have, I would definitely invite them to reach out. Um, They can email us uh, and I'll probably be the one responding, like I said. Um, So you can email uh, HQ at SpiralScouts.org or VP at SpiralScouts.org. And again, um, we have our board meetings on Wednesday nights. Those are at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So across the board you can find your local time zone um, but you can find um, the link to join us on the about us section of sparrowscouts.org
0: awesome and i will link the website into the bio of this episode as well so thank you again camille so much for coming on if anybody's interested in connecting with me you can find me on facebook at seeking witchcraft podcast on twitter at seek witchcraft instagram at seeking witchcraft or uh, i have a patreon if you would like to support the show it's patreon.com seeking witchcraft Um, And that is pretty much it for today. So thank you, everybody, so much for listening. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your day or evening when you're listening to us. See ya. Bye. Bye.